what it do welcome back to the number one podcast in the world comfortable in the chaos with your favorite podcast host your girl kalia it is episode six week seven it's crazy we are on week seven this week's segment is titled rooted but before we get into this episode i just wanted to say thank you and express my gratitude to the followers and supporters who have shown up for me week after week my inbox is always flooding with supportive messages and um just the idea that there are people who wait week by week to hear what i have to say has made me feel a sense of value so thank you guys so much and if you're new here you heard what I just said. There are people that are lining up waiting week by week to hear what I got to say. So if you're new, make sure you go back, listen to the last few weeks episodes. You do not want to miss out and hit that like and subscribe button. And if you have been listening, you already know about the competition in order to win some comfortable in the chaos merch. So continue to share every week on your story. 10 folks will be getting some free comfortable in the chaos merch drop in on October 31st to do things different today and lead with an affirmation. So today I want to leave you guys with this. You are strong, not in a physical sense, but in a mental, emotional, and spiritual sense. In those times where you feel in a sense of weakness or you can't find the strength within, I want you to remember some time where you accomplished something that was difficult or you achieved something that you thought was going to give you trouble. I want you to pull from that because we all have strength within us. And sometimes it's hard to see, but when we give each ourselves the grace and we look back on everything, every challenge, every hardship that we made it through, we realize that we have the strength to handle anything that is set in front of us. I believe in you. Now let's get into the episode, all right? I recently was listening to a podcast where they were discussing how in most circumstances, if someone's life is disheveled or discombobulated, there's normally some sort of disconnect, not only with source, but also with self. And I agree to that. To me, that instantly translated to someone not being rooted or grounded. Rooted, by definition, means to establish deeply and firmly. And yes, I had to look that up. When a tree's roots are connected with the source properly, it is also connected to other trees and forms of nature. Without being properly grounded or rooted, the tree will not thrive because it will lack the connectivity and nurture required to grow. In more ways than we think, we are like trees. When my life is feeling disruptive, I think of how I can look inward and reconnect with myself and the source. I know that when that disconnect occurs for me, I'm not properly rooted or grounded. And it's just that simple. So I start to repeat bad habits, start to hold on to old patterns because they feel safe or comfortable at the time. I tend to relive these hard lessons again and again instead of learning from them because the uncertainty is too familiar. You feel me? But over time, I had learned to recognize when the disconnect happens early. In some ways, I know I'm off track are as follows. My living space and my car start to get a mess. I start eating poorly, skipping the gym, and overall, I just neglect my routine. And I hope 
you guys could take from this and learn that you might have some of these same red flags too. I notice that anytime my room starts to get a mess, anytime I stop going to the gym, anytime I stop eating breakfast, something's off and I need to get back on track. Being aware is half of the battle though. And I now have some practices or tricks that I use to keep me connected and to realign me when necessary. Today, I'm going to give you guys five I use to reground and reestablish the roots of my life. Number one is prioritizing my mental and emotional health. Getting my meditation in daily is key. Making sure I journal and get all these crazy thoughts out of my head and on some paper so I can evaluate them from a different perspective. And also remembering to breathe. I feel like we breathe unconsciously, but we don't remember to actually take a breath and remind ourselves that our basic needs are being met and that we are okay. When my mental health starts to slip, so does everything else. So I got to keep that in check. It's a major key for me. Number two is showing myself the same grace I give others. We are our biggest critics and so often I'm so hard on myself. Looking back at how far I came and all the things I've gone through, all the challenges I've faced, all of the challenges I have overcome and give myself credit for the big or small accomplishments. And also simultaneously allowing myself to make mistakes as long as I learn from them, because that's how we grow. Grace is key. You have to give yourself the same grace that we give everybody on a day to day. Number three, being in nature at least for one hour, four days a week. I love nature. And I find that ever since I started connecting with nature, it has made me feel overall connected to the world. And anytime I feel disconnected, some bare feet in the grass amongst the trees is always a way to get my mind back on track and bring me some peace. Number four, we'll be connecting with others. Because the more I dig deep in this journey, I realize we are way more similar than we think. We are way less unique than we think. We're all living this human experience together. And if we all learn to lead with compassion and grace for one another, we realize that we're one. And that's what makes this thing called life beautiful. And I think we all can agree to that when we take a step back and look at the bigger picture. And last but importantly, definitely not least, you guys know I love gratitude practicing. I do my gratitude in the morning and at night, but I recommend you at least take time out of your day once to write down three to five things that you're grateful for and try to replace some words that make the things that we do on a regular seem like negative. Instead of saying, I have to go to work, say you get to go to work because there's somebody out there hoping that they could get a job. Instead of saying you have to cook, say that you get to cook because there's somebody out there that don't have a kitchen. Learn how to switch those words and be grateful for what you have. And also remember a time where you prayed for and dreamed of the life that you're living now. It kind of reminds you that all you have is all you need. And that right there alone brings me a sense of peace, especially when I'm worried about things that I can't control, such as the future. Once you become rooted you no longer look backwards for answers, no longer repeat patterns of the past, and you no longer slip and fall into those old behaviors. Instead, you look into your higher self and trust that the roots you have laid are strong enough to keep you grounded regardless how rough of the storm. Firmly establish a foundation for the life you want to live 
while being deeply grateful for the one you are currently living and just watch how you start to bloom. Trust me, it's not an easy journey, but I believe that you are stronger than you think. So put your mind to it and I promise you can be grounded too. Now let's get into questions that you guys submitted. Number one is how did you forgive yourself? And this is probably one of the hardest questions I've ever been asked. I guess I could say forgiveness is just like the healing journey. It's a constant day-to-day thing. So there's still things I'm working on forgiving myself for. And there's things that I have already forgave myself for. But I want to recommend that anybody who hasn't started this, start. Because we hold ourselves back a lot of the times. Not letting go to behaviors or mistakes we made in our past. You aren't who you used to be. And constantly reminding myself of that helps me on a day-to-day because the old me couldn't sit at a table with who I am today. So reminding myself that you are no longer her has helped me move past a lot of things from my past. The next question is, what has been your biggest fear to face on your journey? And these two are opposites, but they are my biggest fears. Failure and success. I always have had a fail of failure. Even before starting the podcast, I'm like, what if people don't listen? What if it goes nowhere? And I believed so hard in this and it flops and it never becomes more than just something I did in my closet trying to give other people the space to tell their stories. What if I fail? What if I don't succeed? What if... I don't become anything. I'm about to be 30 years old. So I'm pouring all my chips into this basket, hoping that this thing I believe is my purpose, my calling pans out. And then on the other side, what if it does work? The success of this will bring great responsibility. And that's also a fear because you don't want to get that success and drop the ball. You don't want to Get the platform and not be able to produce the results that you thought you could. So I would say my two biggest fears since my journey are success and failure. And the last question from the audience is what is your overall goal with the podcast? And I would say two. Number one is to hopefully connect and give people the space to know that it's safe to tell your story. That if you survived it, it's your experience and you should be able to voice that. And secondly, to bring some connectivity. Allow people to know that they're not alone and that your situation is not as unique as you think. And we all went through things and you can overcome anything, no matter how dark it is. I promise you it's going to be okay. Eventually, I would like to be able to travel and speak at events and maybe even be a life coach. But for right now, I just want to be a voice for the voiceless. I want to be a vessel. So, yeah, I have a question for you guys. I decided I'm going to start asking a question every week. And this is like a two, three part question that I want you guys to think about. Watch the last episodes, really dig deep and hit me up on Instagram and send me your answers. The question I have for you is, when was the last time someone got under your skin? How did their perceived negative quality reflect on something you may need 
to work on within yourself. So basically, when's the last time someone pissed you off and what about them did and how does that quality mirror one you might carry that needs its own work? Sometimes the things that we hate the most in other people or dislike, hate is a strong word, are the things that we need to work on ourselves. So ask yourself that question, write it down and submit your answers to me. I would love to know what you guys think and I'm going to do it as well and we can discuss it later this week. Uh, That's it, though, for today. I want to say one more time, thank you guys for the support. Thank you guys for coming week after week. And remember, you are stronger than you think. Hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and make sure you share the podcast for opportunity to win Comfortable in the Chaos merch. I'm out of here. I hope that you guys have a beautiful week. In the meantime, stay beautiful. Peace.